everybody. This is Sarah. And this is Rob. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love, episode 168. We're not We're dead. We're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I know some of you were wondering what yes. happened to us. We don't really have a good answer other than life sometimes gets in the way. Yeah. And we live in different time zones and our schedules are very different. We've but seen we've, each other. Since. We've seen each other. <laughs> yes. We got to hang out on your birthday. Yes. Which was so much fun. We've been loving things behind the scenes. Yes, we're still very much in love with things and often say to each other, we should talk about that on the show. And then we write it down. Or sometimes (laughs) we just forget. But we have some things to talk about. We do. I want to start um, a long, long time ago. I don't know what episode. I talked about my very favorite perfect wine glasses. And they're these little kind of, they almost look like tumblers. They're almost like a goblet. They're little pressed glass glasses. They have a little foot, right? Yeah, and I said, mm-hmm. yeah, little footed thing, and I just love them. And and I was upset because I broke one of them, and I only had four. So a really great listener um, contacted me and said, hey, um, and we, I had actually met him once when he came to Chicago uh, with his boyfriend, and uh, got together. He and I got together with John Haas from the Daily Purge, and we met. And then he sent me an email. He's like, why don't you take a picture of the that glassware that you like because I um, buy glassware at very you know for his retail business and maybe I can find them sure enough he found them which was amazing and I was like I'm ordering 12 so I will never like I can if they break that'll be fine so I I ordered 12 of them and in the meantime I've been following his name is Ross Spieback and that's uh, Ross R-O-S-S his last name is S. V-E-B-A-C-K and his website is his name.com. And uh I've been following him on Facebook and he's been like doing stuff for William Sonoma lately. And he's he comes to Chicago every once in a while because he's like a lifestyle. He's like a lifestyle person. guy, right? Yeah. And he'll be like on WGN and doing cooking segments. And he posts great little blog entries of really fun recipes and stuff. And I've been watching that he has developed this line of faux bois um, dinnerware. And um, uh, if you don't know what faux bois is, that means fake wood. And it's that kind of wood like it's that wood grain kind of thing that's very trendy right now, but also looks very classic. Anyway, I've been admiring those on his Facebook page. And so he included with my shipment of my wine glasses that I paid for, Two faux bois coffee mugs, <gasps> that are, and they're the perfect size mug. There's like, I have my big mug that I like to have when I'm having like a big gigantic, like the biggest setting it's the on Saturday the morning coffee. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Not the way out the door coffee. Yeah, but this one is the perfect size for the way out the door coffee, or it's a perfect mug for tea. For some reason, hot tea I don't like in a big mug. I like in a smaller. Interesting. <laughs> closer to a teacup maybe i don't know anyway he sent me two of those plus two of the handmade soaps from his uh product line which are beautiful and they're wrapped in gorgeous artisanal paper and just gorgeous and nice and i wanted to publicly say thank you to ross and invite all of you guys to go to his website and find him uh i can post a link to it on our facebook page uh he's got lots of really cool ideas and is kind of one of those people that is good at uh figuring out what the public might want and 
putting it all in one place and you can shop for things on his website. And he also has stores that carry his uh, faux bois dinnerware around the country. Cool. Uh, it's, he's a cool guy. And that was so sweet of him. And Ross, I know you're a listener as well. So thank you so much. And um, how much do we love a faux bois coffee mug for free? I love it. I'm actually, I need new mugs, but I've been like hamstrung because I just don't know what to get. Because my mug, I, I have Fiesta wear and I'm ready to phase it out and get all new dishes. It's old Fiesta wear, but I don't know. About, I'm very particular about the mugs. Well, so these I are... keep being, well, it's funny because my friend Chris, who is a friend of the podcast, you know her. Yes. Um, and she gave me a mug for my birthday last year. It's one of those like, I don't, it probably has a name. It's, you know, it's like off-white porcelain and it has a monogrammed initial on it and, and it looks kind of British. I don't know. They have, I think they have them at Cost Plus. My, the weird thing is my sister has one too, randomly, but uh-huh. I love the shape of it. It's my favorite mug and I I, um, I don't want a whole set of them because they're like monogram mugs, but I want something that I like just as much. So I'm on the lookout. Mug suggestions, well, people, I'll take them. When you uh, come to visit me in a couple of weeks, you can try this mug out for <laughs> All right, I'll see. What I liked about it is I... Uh, I was looking at the dinnerware and I was like, wow, that is so pretty. But, you know, it's brown wood grain uh, dishes. And I was like, gosh, I don't know if I would do a whole uh, place setting yeah. of that. But I was looking at the coffee mugs and there's also a beautiful water pitcher of it. I was like, but that he has like displayed with pink tulips in it. And I'm like, I love like a pastel color with brown. Yes. Well, you know, that's my favorite. It's like that's chocolate your and thing. light yeah. blue favorite. And so I was like, this is perfect. I have like a nice... I like it. It's just a nice little accent piece to have my wood grain. That's fantastic. Coffee mug. So thank you, Ross. Thanks, uh, that's Ross. A, that's um. I love all things faux bois. Actually, I wrapped all my Christmas presents this past year in faux bois stuff with little woodland creatures and so on. Cute, cute, cute. Now, I on our topic list is yes. something related. Why don't you just roll right in? Um, to my first one. Yes. yes. Or was that it? Okay. No, no that that's... wasn't it. Okay. I thought you were going to talk about. I was, but since we're talking recipe. about coffee mugs, okay. it seems like well, it's the right, right time. Okay, it's a segue. Um <laughs> because I am. I Sarah and I are, and I know a lot of you are too. I'm very particular about my mugs and and dishes, dishes. and I like, oh. and I. I like to have my coffee in the morning, and I like a travel mug, but I didn't know what it was about travel coffee mugs that I didn't like until I found the perfect one. Because I, a lot of times would rather take a, like a ceramic mug with me to the car because I don't like the taste of most travel mugs because they either taste plasticky or metal. I feel like I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. So for Valentine's day, Doug got me a Jonathan Adler, uh, travel mug because he knows I like Jonathan Adler things but it is those that style of travel mug that looks like a pint glass it's like yes. a pint glass and it has a silicone yes. travel sippy thing like it basically looks like a Starbucks to go thing and it even has a silicone sleeve on it because the porcelain does get quite warm or ceramic or whatever it is it gets quite warm when you put the hot liquid in it but for some reason it doesn't it tastes like you're drinking out of a mug at home and rather than that plasticky stainless steel I'm just I love it I love it I love it I love it and I love that travel mug so much that some mornings I drink 
coffee on the couch with my travel mug. Well, you do have to travel from the kitchen to the living room. It's like a good 20, 30, 30, (laughs) 25 feet. And as I have been uh, unemployed for a while and perpetually wearing soft pants and cardigans, that is about my morning commute. Fantastic. There There you go. I'm not proud, ladies and gentlemen, but that's what it's been. Anyway, so I know that Starbucks has their own version of it and many companies do. I have them at Target. I know. Here's the thing. The minute you started describing it, I was like, I know what he's talking about because my friend Tom, whom you've met, has one of those mugs and the lid, he used it every day and the lid was getting super gross and started to crack. And so he was, I was helping him look online one day to find another one. And then he came in with a new one that has like cute stripes on it. Yes, I want to say he maybe got it at Target, but they're around. Yeah. They're they're very trendy. They're very popular. Uh, I think they even carry the Jonathan Adler ones at Target. Maybe that might be what he got. Do they make they, one in stripes? Yes, the, I think they're that's what he. I think Mine, you guys are mug buddies. Mine is a cute like purple and chartreuse green geometrical oh, like cute. kind of almost like uh, mid century modern Greek key kind of pattern oh, yeah. and. And then my sleeve is like royal purple. And the, one. Yeah, they're really cute. I saw them first at um, Hazel, which is our favorite local Chicago gift store. Right. And they had them there. And then I couldn't find them. They were out. And so I searched online and I found that Papyrus carries oh, yeah. them, which is nationwide. So anyway, it's very specific. I know there's very different kinds, but sometimes I think no, it's but good. It's not, I feel like that's just a style now. It's not even really that yeah, specific. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the metal, those like thermal metal ones were really popular for a while. And I feel like this is the new, it's, it's the, the travel mug of 2013. I, uh, I liked it. I was uh, uh, teaching some workshops at a college this past spring too. And I always felt very professory walking in with my messenger bag and my, <laughs> I'm like, look folks, I'm not sitting on the couch. I'm working. Were you wearing a, like a blazer with corduroy elbow patches? They are suede, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like that is kind of a requirement of the professor oh, uniform. It's kind, of, kind of a uniform I rock often too. Like, I, the, like what's his name from 30 something. Wow. I'm yeah. dating myself. Remember 30 something. It seems just, like it was 30 years ago. <laughs> well, I remember when 30-something was happening. I was like, wow, 30 is old. Ooh. <laughs> right. I think it's time to move on. All, All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> We're old. You uh, can't tell, but I'm kind of pretending I'm walking with a cane right now because I'm yeah. old. Um, all right. Here's my new thing that I'm into. Yes. The perfect soft-boiled egg. We may have talked about this before, but it is worth revisiting because I have a new technique. Here's the thing. I love soft-boiled eggs, but I don't make them very often. I like to make breakfast on like Saturday mornings or mm-hmm. Sunday mornings. I feel like it's the Saturday morning cartoons of adulthood. It's like, oh, yes. I can take my time and make a real breakfast. And I love a soft-boiled egg, but I've never had made them enough to like really get it. And I always had to look online and how many minutes and do you put the egg in the cold water? Do you, do you, you know, there's a million different ways to do it. But I found the perfect way, you guys. You steam it. Mm. And here is why. So steam is always the same temperature. It's 212 degrees. So no matter how many eggs you have in there or how many eggs you add, it doesn't, because, you know, when you add a bunch of cold eggs to boiling water, it cools it down. Not a factor here. So all you have to do is you put like a half inch of water in a saucepan mm-hmm. and or you can use a steamer basket, but you don't have oh, okay. to, you know, and you bring it to a boil, which takes like no time because it's a half an inch of water. You put your cold eggs out of the fridge in gently in the pan 
cover it, steam it for, you know, keep the heat on for, put it down to medium, six and a half minutes. Okay. Exactly. Take it off the heat, take the pan over to the sink and run cold water into the pan for 30 seconds. Right. That's it. Now you can actually do it all the way to hard boiled. I think that's like 15 minutes. It makes mm-hmm. them really easy to peel and you don't get that weird ring around the yolk from hard boiled egg. Yeah. What is that ring? Part. It's weird. But the soft boiled well, egg, guess... you guys, ooh, on with some toast or on Yum. lately with an English muffin. I have an update about me and eggs. I am starting to like the runny yolk. I feel that the soft boiled might might set you back. Like you're I don't know that you're ready. I'm not quite ready. But because I, I still get a little, uh, definitely a poached situation. I'm not, I can't do that. No, no, you wouldn't like a soft boiled egg yet. Maybe someday. Yes. And I'm getting to the point where, like, if I get an egg sandwich or uh, like croque madame or something that does have a little bit of a runny egg, I'm starting to enjoy it because it's, I'm like, wait a minute. Sauce. It's just a sauce. It's delicious. <laughs> Don't sauce. think about it being an uncooked egg. It's a yellow sauce in here. So good. Yummy. So good. So anyway, I'm super into it, you guys. And then you can put it in an egg cup if you want, or you know, you can eat it however you enjoy your soft-boiled egg. You can put it on top of a salad or on top of anything, really. Because honestly, I think it's easier than poaching it, but it's kind of the same. You could totally substitute a soft-boiled egg where yes. you would use a poached egg in a, in a savory dish. Oh, it's good. I like it. Six and a half minutes. Half an inch of water or a steamer basket. Six and a half minutes. 30 seconds under cold water. So they did a thing about this in Cooks Illustrated, and then a friend of mine had posted a link to a blog that talked about it, and then I immediately got obsessed. I'm going to make one tomorrow. Just try and stop me. You can't. You can't stop me. I like eggs. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next. Um, I will – speaking of cooking, I I have – I love a good cooking program. To me, that's kind of like my – that's my – that going along with that adult – Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. That's my weekend morning. Like I love yeah. in the morning with my coffee mug to watch some sort of cooking situation. And I've always been a Food Network kind of person, but I started watching Food Network's kind of like second uh, network, the cooking channel. And I know not every cable lineup has this, but if you have it, folks, there's really good TV on there. What was the show that I was watching that was on there? Were you watching uh, Mo Rocca's? No, but I didn't. I, the fact that Mo Rocca has a cooking show is the best thing would, I've learned all day. I can't. And wait it's to called watch it. My Grandmother's Ravioli. Oh and right God. now, if you go to cookingchannel.com, you can enter to be on the show with him. I hope that you did. I want to. Were you watching Extra Virgin, which is Debra oh. Mazar? Debra Mazar? Is, no, but I know of that one. No, there was some show that I was watching on there. Mm, was it ne- Next Iron Chef? Maybe. Um. Yeah. They sometimes. Yeah. I they can't have. A remember. Cu- it well, has. Like, it has cooking with Nadia at, after it. That's all I remember. I remember being like, "Well, Ooh. I kind of feel like, um, like it's like Food Network has gone the way of MTV. It's MTV where, totally. Yeah. Where there's it's so much other stuff rather than cooking shows now. Yes. A lot of competition shows. So the cooking channel has kind of become the VH1 or how VH1 at least used to be where it's like, oh, and we're actually going to do half hour long cooking shows. Nice. And so they they play old uh, Giada's and um, old Nigella. And um, I love Nigella. They actually like every once in a while will play like 
old uh what were they called the two fat ladies oh like yeah mm-hmm. remember like just old school ones but the they have some really good new ones like we mentioned mo Rocca. uh debbie mazar is married to this super cute tall skinny italian chef and they do like the two of them cooking together in their la home or their little brooklyn apartment and making like uh authentic Italian food. Um, There are these two super quirky girls who come on around commercials and make cocktails in vintage dresses. I don't know. Oh, I've seen them. I've seen them. They're super cute. I don't know who they are, but they're adorable. I want to be their friends. They make cute cocktails. And the one that I didn't think I was going to like as much, but I'm obsessed with is uh, Paula Dean's son has a cooking show called Not My Mama's Meals. Mm -hmm. And, And he starts each episode by showing a clip from one of his mom's classic shows. And he, uh, goes through the nutritional information for them and they're ridiculous. They're absolutely ridiculous. He's like, all right, so let's see if I can take my mom's recipe for fried chicken and make a healthy alternative. Or he, like he did chicken and waffles, but he like found a way to do like a whole wheat, you know, just like different things to make the sauces lighter, to Mm -hmm. make the, just make better choices and use fresher ingredients. And, um, and it's, and then the episode always ends with him, you know, magically FedExing whatever he cooked to his mom. And it shows Paula <laughs> shows Paula on her porch, like on the phone with him, tasting it and doing like a side-by-side healthier version of a lot of the things. Cute. So it's cool because it's kind of like that same comfort food. I also think he's kind of adorable in yeah. a dude kind of way. Right. Um, and I, yeah, so I like it. The cooking channel, I you've, there's a lot of really good, um, programs on it. I, you're gonna love Mo Rocca's. Oh, show. I can't wait. I, I I used to watch so many cooking shows, and then they I got phased out. But I think part of it is because then it became like diners, drive-ins, and dives, and uh, it was well, like not just people cooking so much. So I could use a that's a good background TV also. Yeah, it's good for, I, and I like it in the morning because even if I'm not gonna cook, I I'll be like I feel like I want to watch someone else cook something, or maybe that will get me inspired. To, yes. Go check out the lineup. Yeah, it's good stuff. So the the cooking channel, that's one of the things I love. Excellent. I'm going to check it out. All right. And then let's wrap it up with one thing. Now, I feel like most of you probably know about this, but if you don't, it's enjoyable. It's a fun game, a party game called Cards Against Humanity. It got really popular last year and it's for good reason. It's really dirty. Don't get it if you... Are sensitive to bad words total total <laughs> filth yeah total filth total it's, filth. Yeah, it's not one to bring to your church uh, game night for sure exactly um it's a- it is it's apples to apples it's to apples, apples, to apples. A- it's dirty apples to apples which it's was one of our very it. early how much we love topics so you see how far we've fallen <laughs> well we, we love a game yes we love we love a game night mm-hmm uh, and we love Cards Against Humanity. And uh, one of the things that's cool about them is that, to my knowledge, they have remained kind of a lemonade stand kind of company. And mm-hmm. they certainly are making a lot of money, but it isn't uh, – I admire that it's funny and irreverent and smart, even though it is kind, it is kind of base. It, it's clever. <laughs> kind of. And that they – that it's, you know, it's a – it's an independent small business, and Absolutely. they start, they started with Kickstarter years ago, and uh, they're going strong. And uh, consequently, be, 
because of that, there are sometimes the card sets are difficult to get a hold of, but you usually can get yourself on a wait list and be notified when they have more sets available. And they have expansion packs, which yes, have come I out. Yes, I love an expansion recently, pack. Which are fun and to they have. And they had a holiday one, which I bought. Oh, they, yes, they yeah. um. So it, the game should cost twenty dollars, I think, or maybe twenty five. But you'll see it resold for really, really high, like on Amazon from third party sellers. Don't don't spend sixty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because eventually, go. I think it's just cardsagainsthumanity.com. So last Thanksgiving, when my family was here, we actually played with my mother. Oh my gosh! And my sister, and it was pretty great. And she loved it and bought a set and. Was in Florida this winter, you know, and the condo community where they live is, it is the this the residents are older in age, um, yes. and she had a dinner party with like two other couples, like seventy something couples, and they all played Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> I was like, Mom, she told me she was going to do it, and I was like, Mom, you can't play that. You can't. You no, you can't. She's like, they, they, they're cool, and I'm like, I don't. I don't can't imagine they are. I'm I, I'm surprised you are. But then, of course, the next day she was like, "What does?" And she asked me what something terrible meant. I don't think I even knew what it was. It's a lot. Of, I was like, "Don't whatever, whatever don't it is. It. Don't look it up. Don't Google yeah. it. You're gonna end up on Urban Dictionary. It's gonna be sad." Yeah. Um, but anyway, if Jungle Marge and Bird Doc can play it, yeah. give it a try. But not if you are sensitive to dirty language and sexual references. Some of it's which a, you've probably never heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things I like about playing, I like a good party game that you can be playing and be having a conversation with yes. other people at the same time. Like I, I, I love a game night and I, but the, there are certain game nights where I'm like, okay, if we're going to play that game, that actually takes focus. So these are the people who can come to that game night. Right. <laughs> and that and Cards Against Humanity, we have gotten that out even not even on a game night. Like, say we had a couple people over to watch the Grammys or something, and we're, like, done doing that. And we're like, okay, well, we could play, like, two rounds of this. Because there's, you know, you don't really have to play for a no set amount of time. No one's playing to win. And yeah. you could also, no. you can drop out for a set. You can, I mean, yeah. for a round. It's not really about winning. Yeah. It's good. Cards about Against laughing, Humanity. Mainly. It's really funny. And also sometimes having to say things that you're like, I don't want to say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> and watching other people like your mom have to say things out loud. Yeah. Um, it's pretty, pretty good. All right. Let's recap. Let's recap. We want you to check out rossfeedback.com. And thank you, Ross, for the beautiful gifts that you sent me. And uh, that also makes me think of the perfect travel coffee mug. Mine happens to be a Jonathan Adler design from Papyrus. But you can find this type of coffee mug anywhere. I love them. They're great. No metal. No metal. I love the perfect soft-boiled egg. Mm. Steam it, people. Steam it. And uh, how much do we love the cooking channel? So good. I'm excited about trying Morocco's show. Yeah. And how much do we love Cards Against Humanity? It's funny. I love it a lot. It's real good. All right. So that is that. We that are back that. in business, people. Thank you for your patience if yes. you have stuck with us yes. through the winter. You know, it was winter. We yeah. hibernated. Let's just leave it at that. That's what we'll say. <laughs> and now Let's we're having a spring awakening. And speaking of spring awakening, I am also enjoying some... Leftover 50% off Easter candy. What? Oh. I bought a huge bag of those Robin's eggs that are like melted milk balls. Yes. One little handful every day. 
Um, and just a total sidebar, when I saw Sarah, we happened to find ourselves in a CVS mm. and we discovered Swedish fish jelly beans. Oh, and I can't find them anymore. I think they were an Easter thing. I, I have three bags Easter of thing, them. Holy cow, they're good. You guys, they were all red and they were yeah. like little. Ooh, they were good. And they tasted like Swedish fish. All right, but now you'll have to wait. Look, be on the lookout for them. You might still find some in a like, you know, 50% off rack. It's still out there. I walked past it yesterday. Oh, in CBS. I love it. All right, that is it. Um, let us know what you love. Email us, post on Facebook, tweet us, whatevs. And we'll all see of those you. Things. All those things. And we'll see you next time on How Much Do We Love? Bye bye, everybody. Bye.